Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News. With Steve and Ted, I'm Steve McIntosh. We have a clear sky now and 42 degrees. Two persons were injured last night, one of them critically, when a motorcycle and a car collided at 17th and Rock in East Wichita. Police say a 40-year-old man, the motorcycle rider, was hospitalized in critical condition. The 75-year-old woman driving the car hospitalized in fair condition. League 42, a nonprofit youth baseball league, says its stolen Jackie Robinson statue worth $75,000 was found dismantled and burned at Garvey Park in South Wichita. The statue had been scattered into burnt remnants. City Council member Brandon Johnson vowed for a strong outlook going forward. This was a um, heartbreaking discovery this morning. I hate to see that the statue was not in one piece. But I do want everyone to know that uh, we are undeterred in making sure that that statue uh, gets uh, rebuilt. Wichita Police Chief Joe Sullivan says investigators press forward on this case. Yes, it's really disheartening to see the remnants of the statue, the disgraceful way in which it's been disrespected. Uh, But the other side of that, this is a direct indication of the pressure our investigators are putting on the perpetrators that committed this, this this act. Investigators were able to find and recover the brown a truck used in the theft, and thousands of dollars in reward money is being offered for information leading to arrests. A Wichita teenager has been charged in the deaths of two other teens. A 14-year-old has been charged with two counts of first-degree murder in the deaths of 14-year-old Almani Sears and 19-year-old Jaquez Roberts. The case is being tried in juvenile court, so the boy's name has not been released. An 18-year-old was also arrested on suspicion of first-degree murder. Those charges are still pending. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The House Homeland Security Committee has approved articles of impeachment for the Homeland Security Secretary. House Republicans can only afford to lose two votes if they're serious about impeaching the Secretary of Homeland Security. 
over the crisis at the border. With more than 6 million migrant encounters at the southwest border, as reported by Border Patrol, and more than 2 million gotaways since President Biden took office, a House committee held a final argument over impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas on Tuesday. Texas Republican Congressman Michael McCall said the president's own solicitor general once said, Impeachment is the proper remedy for dramatic abdication of statutory responsibility. Now, New York Democratic Congressman Dan Goldman argued. Notably, the impeachment clause is not designed to remove bad policy from the office. He accused House Republicans of blocking negotiations over border legislation meant to address the crisis. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. President Biden has made a decision on how to respond to the deadly attack on U.S. troops in Jordan. Fox's Bill Malushin has more. The whole world is on edge right now, waiting to see how the U.S. is going to respond to the killing of three American soldiers. And President Biden said he has made his decision on what that response will be, but he doesn't want a war. I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. That's not what I'm looking for. And the president is making his decision after three U.S. Army soldiers were killed in a drone attack in Jordan over the weekend at the remote Tower 22 outpost near the Syrian border. Iranian-backed militias are believed to be behind that attack. The fallen American soldiers have been ID'd as Sergeant William Rivers, Specialist Kennedy Sanders, and Specialist Brianna Moffitt, all from Georgia. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby says the U.S. response would come in phases but he would not explicitly preview details. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Utah's number one talk, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted, 6.09 now, nine minutes past six o'clock, 35 degrees. Officials are planning to locate the new regional psychiatric hospital on donated land at Meridian and MacArthur in southwest Wichita. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News there are two things to consider about the new facility. Uh, Ensuring that there's appropriate funding to do this right. And and the second one is the workforce issue. Staffing 50 beds is going to take over 100 staff, uh, over 120 staff based on some of the numbers that I've seen. And, and that scales up the more beds you get. So I think it's no secret that we do have a staffing crisis uh, in, in medical, behavioral health. Beatty commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. The Texas National Guard continues to deploy razor wire along the southern border in violation of a Supreme Court ruling as migrants illegally cross the border in record numbers. Fox's Matt Finn has this story. From Eagle Pass, Texas. Nearly every day, Texas is fortifying its razor wire barrier on the property while defying the Biden administration's demands to allow Border Patrol agents back in. Texas is no longer allowing migrants to freely cross into the park where last month up to 4,000 a day were entering. Around sunrise today, migrants illegally crossed and climbed onto Texas's cargo container wall. Texas National Guard ordered them back to Mexico. The migrants did not comply, and Texas DPS arrested them for criminal trespass. At the edge of the park, the Rio Grande River is dramatically rising. Texas is pulling its massive cargo containers away from the water, which Texas DPS warns is potentially lethal for migrants to cross right now. The Biden administration has yet to act in response to the actions of Texas Governor Greg Abbott as the president attempts to shore up support for his border security bill among those Uh, among House Republicans. 
This afternoon, the Fed delivers its decision on interest rates. The Federal Reserve concludes its two-day policy meeting this afternoon, and the central bank is widely expected to leave its benchmark interest rates unchanged at a range of five and a quarter and five and a half percent. The move would mark the Fed's fourth consecutive pause. Prior to the March 2022 rate hike, the funds rate had been in a zero to a quarter point range for two years following two emergency rate cuts in March of 2020 in response to the global COVID pandemic. The focus will be on what Fed Chair Jerome Powell says about interest rate cuts. During the Fed's last meeting in December, officials penciled in three-quarter point trims over the course of this year. Hilary Barsky, Fox News. A winner has been named for Minnesota's annual Name a Snowplow contest. She seems to be everywhere as of late, whether on a world tour or cheering on the Kansas City Chiefs. And now Taylor Swift is bestowed with a new honor. Minnesota has voted voted to name a snowplow after the pop star called Taylor Drift. Perhaps the plow's namesake will help shake off fears of a cruel winter. Previous top vote getters in the annual Name a Snowplow contest include Blizzard of Oz, Scoop Dog, Hans Snowlow, and of course, Plowy McPlowface. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612. 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. This morning, we've got some fog in the area. It hasn't been too bad in a lot of places. Uh, Eisenhower National Airport listing visibility right now at six miles. That's good enough to drive on, but that fog could be more dense in some areas. So uh, visibility could be an issue out there this morning. Uh, Fog and mist in the area. Uh, Luckily, we're over that freezing mark, but not by a whole lot. So you might see some slick spots here and there if it gets any colder. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures remained above freezing overnight with a clear sky here in Wichita. We expect to warm up even more today. Sunny and a bit breezy with a high 68. A few clouds move on in tonight. Tello 46. Mostly sunny on Thursday afternoon with a high 71. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, east wind at just 3 miles per hour. 35 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 613, Steve and Ted of the morning here on KNSS on this January 31st, Wednesday morning, last day of the month. Another beautiful sunny day across central Kansas Tuesday, Wichita's high temperature was 65 degrees, normal high 45. Nice. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. On this date in 1919, baseball Hall of Famer Jackie Robinson was born in Cairo, Georgia. Quite a coincidence. One of the great athletes of the 20th century. And now we're trying to figure figure out what we're going to do about the statue that got destroyed, that was destroyed, stolen. By the way, it... uh, at 8.10 this morning, 10 minutes past 8 this morning, we'll talk with Bob Lutz. Very good. President of uh, president leader of League 42 about uh, what it, what is going to happen next uh, as uh, we go forward to, you know, to get a new statue up there at McAdams Park, we think. That's, let's find out at 8.10 this morning. A military veteran who shot and killed a handcuffed civilian in Iraq nearly 20 years ago was ordered jailed Tuesday. On charges that he used a metal baton to assault police officers during a mob's attack on the U.S. Capitol, June uh, January 6, 2021. Chief Judge James Bosberg agreed with prosecutors that Edward Richmond Jr., 40, of Gizmar, Louisiana, is a danger to the community. 
Richmond initially initially was released after his January 22nd arrest. And uh, FBI agents found an AR-15 assault rifle in Richmond's closet when they searched his Louisiana home. Richmond is prohibited from possessing firearms after his 2004 manslaughter conviction for fatally shooting an Iraqi cow herder in the head while serving in the U.S. Army. There he was at the Capitol on the 6th. Democratic-backed uh, bill to ban firearms at polling places and near ballot drop boxes won the endorsement of New Mexico's state Senate in response to concerns about intimidation and fears among poll workers in the run-up to the 2024 election. The bill now moves to the state House for consideration after winning Senate approval on its 26-16 vote with all Republicans and one Democrat voting in opposition. A dozen states, including Florida, Georgia, Arizona, and and uh, Florida and Georgia and Arizona prohibit guns at polling places, voting locations, as legislators in several other states grapple with concerns about the intersection of voting and guns in a polarized political climate. Now, it seems like a potentially dangerous situation at any rate. Seems like we're turning into a banana republic more and more each day, <laughs> well, doesn't it? You got we that used right. To have, we used to have elections that were pretty cut and dried, and now it seems like we're... Everyone is going to be suspect from now on. Yep. We've raised that uh if you're the losing if you're on the losing side of things, you got cheated. It's where yeah, it's it's all corrupt. And yet you look at the And we've got at, states worried about people with guns showing up on voting day. And yet you look at what actually has transpired in that last election and those people who were certifying the votes for Republicans and Republicans and Democrats, just folks doing their job, and all of a sudden it's suspicious. <laughs> all right, let's uh, go forward to our Steve and Ted show this morning, 617. And it's time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward. Ted. Here we are on the final day of January. The Super Bowl is 11 days away. The Chiefs and the 49ers. As the designated home team for Super Bowl 58, February 11th, the Kansas City Chiefs revealed they will be wearing their red jerseys when they square off against the San Francisco 49ers. It's not an unusual choice, unless you're superstitious. Teams wearing their dark jerseys have been conspicuously snake-bitten in recent history, as the team in white has won 16 of the past 19 Super Bowls. Though most NFL teams choose to wear their dark jerseys at home, the designated home team has opted to wear white in several recent Super Bowls, including in 2021 when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did so before they beat the Chiefs. 31 to 9. However, Kansas City has also bucked the trend, went red against the 49ers in Super Bowl 54 in 2020, and won the game 31 to 20. I'm Jared Max. Get more on the Fox Sports app and FoxSports.com. Yep, Super Bowl 11 days away, right here on KNSS. College men's basketball tonight. Wichita State is on the road at Tulsa. Shockers have beaten the Golden Hurricane three times in a row. Vegas has the Shockers as a one-and-a-half-point underdog going into this one tonight. The Shockers are looking for their first back-to-back wins since November. Live coverage on the radio of Shocker basketball, 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening. The Shockers at Tulsa. Listen to the Shocks on 103.7 KEYN. Men's basketball action in Lawrence last night. Easy win for 8th-ranked Kansas as they just took down Oklahoma State 83-54. KU improves to 17 and 4 on the season. Hunter Dickinson with 16 points, 11 rebounds. KU has won 16 straight games on home court, and they've beaten the Pokes seven times in a row. 
That puts KU in a tie for fourth place in the Big 12. Just one game behind first place Houston. Not so good in results from Manhattan last night. Kansas State is in a funk right now. K-State loses at home to 23rd-ranked Oklahoma, 73-53. A 20-point loss at home. K-State shooting a season-low 30% from the field. 9,900 fans at the game in Manhattan. Game was heard on around 97.5 and 1240 KFH. K-State now on a three-game losing streak, 14-7 and on the season. This was the last time these teams are matching up as conference opponents, Oklahoma leading the Big 12 Conference. So with the loss, K-State is now tied for sixth place in the Big 12. They're two games behind first place Houston. The Wichita State women are on the road tonight. Shocker ladies heading to Philadelphia for a matchup with Temple. Shocks are still looking for their first road win of the season. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker ladies at 5.45 p.m. tonight. That's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Then after the Shocker women, we go to Butler men's basketball, 23rd-ranked Butler Community College on the road at Seward County, way on the road out west. Dennis Higgins will have coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 8 o'clock tonight on KFH. Butler men have won five of their last six. They're now 15-4 and four on the season, ranked number 22 in the nation. Where will KU play its football games this season? At home, of course. Memorial Stadium is being completely torn down and rebuilt. KU now has a location for its six home games. The two non-conference games, Lindenwood and UNLV, will be played at Children's Mercy Park, the soccer stadium in Kansas City, Kansas. The four conference home games will be played at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. TCU, Houston, Iowa State, and Colorado. So KU will be playing its home games at two different locations this season, not in Lawrence, as uh, Memorial Stadium gets rebuilt. NBA basketball last night. The Toronto Raptors went on the road in Chicago, beat the Bulls 118-107. to Coming off the bench for the Raptors, Wichita's Grady Dick. The rookie from KU had four assists and three rebounds. Toronto snapping a five-game losing streak. Raptors are three games behind for a playoff spot. And a happy birthday today to one of the great, first great wave of Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers. Chris Burford is 86 years old today. Mm. Great split end for the Kansas City Chiefs. He was drafted in the ninth round in the NFL by the Cleveland Browns. But the Dallas Texans... Took him in the first round in the AFL draft. Decided to go with the Texans, who became the Kansas City Chiefs. Burford had four catches in the first ever Super Bowl, Super Bowl One. When he retired at the age of 29, he was number one in Chiefs history in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. He's in the Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame. One of the great wide receivers for the Chiefs back in the 1960s, Chris Burford. It's his birthday. He is 86 today. That sports brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Yeah, switch your dog food to the Farmer's Dog. There's no sorcery. It's just real food made for dogs. The Farmer's Dog. Farmer's Dog, all right. 622 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. What to do after you lose your temper with your kids? That's on the way. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 6.30 here on this Wednesday morning, 35 degrees. A man was injured when he fought off two dogs with his garden tools Tuesday morning on Pawnee near Cherry Creek Drive in East Wichita. Police say the 42-year-old man was on his morning walk and fought the dogs for about 20 minutes. The man suffered serious injuries and was aided by several bystanders. 
The dogs were placed in the back of a patrol car and were taken to the Wichita Animal Shelter. The Kansas Bureau of Investigation identifying the Wichita woman accused of killing her teenage son. Authorities say she shot and killed her 14-year-old son sometime before she was wounded by officers during a standoff early Monday morning at the Aspen Park Apartments near Central and Tyler. The woman was identified as 43-year-old Kylie Hodges. She underwent surgery and is expected to survive her injuries. The KBI has taken charge of the investigation into the officer-involved shooting. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. This week, local officials from Wichita met with their elected representatives in Topeka. The main topic, a new one-stop facility to serve Wichita's homeless. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News. We're working together in partnership with our delegation at the state legislature uh, to try to move some things forward. So all in all, I'm incredibly hopeful. I think we are moving in a, in a really uh, a good direction, but, but there is a lot of work to be done still, and, and, and I'm all in for it. Beatty commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. Tech leaders are testifying today on Capitol Hill. The heads of Meta, TikTok, and X will discuss efforts to keep kids safe online. The Senate Judiciary Committee says today's hearing will address the, quote, plague of online child sexual exploitation and look at possible solutions. They've had the opportunity to do something, and we've continued to ask them to put in place regulations that would protect children. Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn is pushing the Bipartisan Kids Online Safety Act, which has a number of safety guidelines, such as requiring social media platforms to give minors options for protecting their information and disable, quote, addictive product features. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. President Biden will travel to Michigan tomorrow, meeting with auto workers. Michigan is a battleground state, so Biden is particularly interested in wooing voters there. He's hoping the optics of meeting with the auto workers is good, coming on the wake of the UAW's endorsement of his re-election bid. But the trip is not without its problems. Muslim leaders in Michigan have been sharply criticizing Biden for his support of Israel in its war against Hamas. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The stretch of nice, quiet weather continues with spring-like conditions expected by this afternoon and near record high temperatures tomorrow. It'll be sunny and breezy. We will likely reach the low 60s by the time we head to lunch. 68 for the high this afternoon. Party cloudy and 46 overnight. Thursday's high 71. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. In a clear sky now, 35 degrees. We have an east wind at 3 miles per hour at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 6.33, Stephen's head of the morning. Uh, today is January 31st, last day of the month. January 31st. Yeah, we made it through another month. Yeah. On this date in 1958, the United States entered the space age with its first successful launch of a satellite, Explorer 1, from Cape Canaveral. Explorer uh, 1. Explorer 1. What was it, about as big as a volleyball? Wasn't very big. Uh, but that was it. We had, uh, well, we had to get started somewhere. The Russians were ahead of us. They'd been putting dogs and people mm-hmm. in space and whatnot, and we had to catch up. And we, we did. did. <laughs> Big time. Within, uh, what, nine of it? What, nine, six, 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 what, 11 years of that? About 10 years. 
we put a man on the moon. And through all of that uh, technology. We're still the only nation that's put a man on the moon. Still. Yeah. The technology that uh, we developed there has just had a huge impact throughout everything in science and industry across the world. So not just us, but uh, other people have developed some technology, too. And there you go. The yeah, space still, race. Even all these years later, there's only five nations that have ever put something on the moon. That's right. Japan joined that club recently. Floridians could soon be able to kill bears threatening them on their property with no consequences if they don't bait or provoke them first or turn them into meals or rugs later. A measure approved in its final House committee stop Tuesday would allow people without a hunting permit to use fatal force against a bear that's threatening a human or pet or a home. The bill was introduced in November because of growing number of encounters between people and large mammals, but one that has bear lovers upset, of course. But uh, yeah, these as you know, as as we uh, continue to develop human areas and housing, these animals are out there. Now, yeah. yeah. some of them adjust more well encounters to. with humans. Yeah, and uh, this is going to happen. To Paris, <laughs> okay. Your goal is to have a job that pays a six-figure fa- salary. Is that your goal? You may want to head to Walmart. The retailer is making a big investment in its managers. If you become a big-time manager. Who now have the opportunity, this is a Walmart manager, to earn more than $400,000 a year. Starting in April, Walmart store managers will receive an annual grant of Walmart, uh, Walmart stock. And while the amount is based on, uh, on store format, managers at Supercenters will receive $20,000 in stock every year. For more on this story, you can check our webpage, knssradio.com. That's a pretty good salary to be a store manager, getting close to half a million dollars. Big-time operations, those There's big ones. Lot of, probably, I don't know. They have hundreds of employees, two or four or five hundred employees Maybe, maybe you're yeah. overseeing. So as many as Big-time operation. Yes, There's a lot of responsibility there. So I don't think that's too much money. They're, you take a department head in a, in a, it's a city. And they've got 400 employees, and they're making that much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe not that much, but close. Anyway, 637 now, Stephen, Ted in the morning. And uh, how about this story about the man being attacked by a couple of dogs? A couple of pit bulls, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, As a former dog owner who uh, used to run his dog on a leash, I've been, in, I've been accosted over the years several times with people whose dogs were running without restraint. And uh, it really annoyed me. I told you about the time that the two Dalmatians jumped Lucky and me down in the Riverside Park. Two Dalmatians. That's a big those dog. Are, those are big dogs. They looked up, and there was their owner, a mailman, <laughs> in uniform. I said, don't you think you ought to get them on a leash? Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, exercise. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's, it's serious, okay? 6.38, that was Stephen Ted in the morning here. And yeah, we hear it all the time. I hear it on the police scanner. All the time. Yeah. Pit bulls running loose. Seems like it's always in the south side of town. Mm. People are getting attacked and calling 911. Well, you know, we always talk about, we, we, we talk about responsible pet ownership, but it seems to go, uh, some people are just not going to get it. Hey, coming up at 810 this morning here on KNSS, we're going to have Bob Lutz with us. Uh, of course, Bob's the host of the Bob and, Bob and Jeff show on KFH, our sister station. Sports talk, two to four every afternoon. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's the 
He's the the force behind League 42, the uh, baseball league for kids, and the Jackie Robinson statue that's been stolen and then destroyed. So we'll talk with Bob at about 8.10 this morning, see where they're going from here. Very good. I look forward to that. Always fun to talk to Bob. He's always got something good to say. 6.38 now, Steve at 10 of the morning here on KNSS. Let's uh, check the commodities update now with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Well, today is our semi-annual cattle inventory report at 2 o'clock, and yesterday we saw the cattle complex open on negative side, bounce, and trade positive the rest of the session. The cattle complex was not able to trade above Monday's highs, but did close positive and near the highs of the session. Now, lean hogs traded and closed positive yesterday. The contracts saw new highs for their current move to the upside. At the close yesterday, April live cattle, 52 cents higher, 181.75. March feeders up 270 at 241.32. In April, lean hogs up $1.47 at 84.90. Now, the wheat, corn, and soybean futures all came off their early session negative trading to close positive yesterday. Now, upside was a combination of technical buying, bottom picking, end-of-the-month positioning, and short covering. Now, news-wise, once again, it was very quiet. Negative trading has returned as of the overnight session. We're seeing March Kansas City wheat, six and a half cents lower at 624 and a quarter. March corn down three quarters of a penny at 447. And March soybeans down seven cents at 1211 and three quarters. March crude oil trading 80 cents lower at 77 dollars and two cents. April gold's down, or excuse me, April gold is five dollars and 30 cents higher at 2056.20. The March S&P is 26 points lower at 4925. March dollar index 14 cents higher, 103.35. And March Dow Jones futures 35 points higher at 38,647. Yesterday we saw another new round of all time record highs in the Dow and record close. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. So we had record highs several, several times here since the first of the year, right? Yes, we have. And uh, it keeps going up, so I, I, I'm certain that it won't go down, so the Dow will just keep going up and up and up, right? Uh, not necessarily, Steve. I think uh, we will eventually see a pullback in this market. When? That's anybody's guess. When that happens, would you give me a call and tell me what to do next? <laughs> would you like me to call you the day before? That'd be good, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Tom Leffler, okay, Leffler Commodities, coming up. we got Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker. Reverse inflation on several items. That's on the way. Steve, at the end of the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS six forty six now. Three big things. Three. Fourteen year old Wichita boy charged with the murders of two other teens. Two. Man seriously injured when he was attacked by two hit bulldogs while walking in East Wichita. One. Jackie Robinson's statue found burned and dismantled in South Wichita Park. Three big things. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Got some fog in the area this morning. Uh, looks to be fairly light in some areas. Could be heavier in others. So just something to uh, you know be aware of out there as far as traffic uh, traffic uh, conditions are considered. Uh, Two seventy nine a gallon, the most common price gasoline that I'm seeing out there this morning. Uh, in fact, it looks like a lot of the places that had been lower are jumping up to that uh, price. So that's kind of the average out there now. Two seventy nine. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 67 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, overnight low 46. Tomorrow, Thursday, we're going to continue at least one more day. Mostly sunny with a high of 70 degrees. Now clear sky, 35 degrees and east wind at 3 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You know what makes a great gift for any occasion? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas, in historic Delano. Steve's head in the morning, 648. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, coming up in just a moment. But first, the White House is looking to regulate artificial intelligence. Fox on set. President Biden's administration is implementing new requirements for artificial intelligence developers. The White House AI Council convened to review President Biden's executive order from October, which includes mandates such as requiring AI companies to report their safety tests. The council says the reports are to ensure new systems are safe before being released to the public. The executive order also calls for the National Institute of Standards and Technology to create a set of benchmarks for the companies to meet when assessing safety. The executive order has also directed increased investment and innovation, with agencies taking several steps, including launching a pilot of the National AI Research Resource, launching an AI talent surge to accelerate hiring professionals across the federal government, and beginning the Educate AI initiative to help fund educators creating high-quality, inclusive AI educational opportunities at the K-12 through undergraduate levels. With Fox on Tech, I'm Anna Eliopoulos, Fox News. Boeing stocks closed lower Tuesday on Wall Street. Stocks finishing mixed following a mixed crop of earnings reports and as investors await a Fed decision on interest rates, which comes down on Wednesday afternoon. Shares of United Parcel Service fell over 7%. The package giant posted fourth quarter revenue that missed estimates and issued a downbeat 2024 revenue forecast. And shares of JetBlue Airways fell over 4% after the carrier posted a smaller than expected loss for its fourth quarter, but issued disappointing first quarter revenue guidance. The Dow winners, Goldman 
Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Visa. The Dow decliners, Apple, Microsoft, and Boeing. The Dow up 134 points for its fourth record close. The Nasdaq down 118, S&P 500 down three. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. 6.50 now, Stephen Ted. Time for Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker here on this Wednesday morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Stephen Ted. You know, the economic news for the past 18 months has been all about inflation. First, it was blamed on product inventories because of pandemic supply chain issues. The government has been blamed because of their efforts to give the economy a jump start by flooding it with money. Whatever the cause, inflation is getting under control, and we've resigned ourselves to the fact that prices may have retreated, but they're staying high. But some areas of the economy are seeing double-digit declines. Gas prices, for example, in spite of just recently going up a few cents, have been on the decline. It seems to go against logic because of oil producers like Russia and Ukraine being being at war and OPEC cutting production. There's lower demand during colder months. That's brought down prices a bit. And analysts like Ted Rossman at, from, from Gas Buddy say that, they're bar- that barring any supply disruptions, we should expect reductions exceeding 4% throughout 2024. Home heating oil is down nearly 15% from last year. Transportation, particularly airline tickets, have come down as well. Some of that's related to fuel costs, but, but planes are full and they are offering more flights. Airline tickets are down almost 10% year over year. Cars are getting much cheaper. Used cars are down about a point and a half from last year. The pandemic supply chain issues are almost gone, and inventories are, are filling up showroom floors. Moody's expects new car prices to decline about 5% in 2024, and used cars dropping about 8%. Groceries still seem high to me, but they're they're dropping overall. We don't feel much, much of the decline in prices because we're coming off of some record highs. The USDA expects groceries to dip just more than a half of a percent in 2024. I'm sure that they probably rose on average more than 30% during the pandemic, but that's so that's not much release, but it is we are seeing something come down. Building materials, I've noticed this because I've been working on my rental properties, have dropped dramatically from their overinflated highs in 21 and 22. The National Association of Home Builders record more than a 30% dip in just the past year. And, of course, if you have any questions on this or any financial planning questions, you can give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. So watching that Dow go up and up, uh, should I go and buy, sell, do something? Well, you know what? Or when you, just when, when you have the money to invest is the time to invest. Okay. Because, because uh, in spite of the ups and downs, as I've said a million times, we have never seen a time in history when the markets have not reached new highs. Now you just got to be able to time it. Don't, don't try to time it. You know, I mean, you, you guys are putting money into your 401ks. And when the markets got hit 30 some odd percent last year or you, you guys or the year before last, you were still putting money in, so you were getting things at a lower cost. Right. So you were getting more shares. Now That's, that it's come back and hit record highs, I bet you're smiling. It's starting to, yeah, the whole the, the yeah. lines went here, and now it's going there. Yeah, so <laughs> so I don't think you're necessarily buying at a high right now because it's a record high, but but because uh, things could continue to go up, but then again, there could be volatility as well. Well, today is Yad Draw Cab 
the Noitan. Excuse me? Or National Backward Day. Oh, good. See, that was National Backward. I Backwards. Get, or yeah. National Day. All right. Yeah. Honors everything backward. The day provides an opportunity to reverse our ways, our direction, or simply our shirt. Dessert for breakfast? Yeah. Yeah. However, we, we don't recommend that you walk, run, or drive backward today. Right? Ted. Yes. Celebrating backward day? Nope. 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 What what lobby is doing this one? <laughs> well, the, the international backward people are yeah over that. I don't know, just a fun okay. thing. Something, something to think about. Yeah. What yeah, do you say? Your name, if spelled backward, is Nod. Nod. Yeah. And Ted's is Det. That's that makes sense. And mine's Evit. Evit. See, I've, isn't that wonderful? And then we've got Dadge on the board over Dadge here. Dadge over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. National Backward Day. Okay. Thanks, guys. Coming up top of the hour, our news at 7 o'clock with another serious note. The Jackie Robinson statue found destroyed in South Wichita. Park. will tell you about that. Two people injured in a car motorcycle crash near Bradley Fair overnight. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 